I V M. Hey everyone, welcome to the Positively Unlimited podcast. And today I am touching upon a, well, it's a slightly sensitive topic for a lot of us. And a lot of us always get a lot of flack for this, especially from our parents. It has to do with our phone and it has to do with social media. So, yes, I know there's lots of content out there that says, put your phone aside. Um, there's lots of content out there that says we need to go on this social media detox plan every now and then. Um, and there's a lot of noise out there about how social media is messing our minds, causing us anxiety and letting the volume of judgment rise. Here are a few tools or tricks that I use to stay sane. <laughs> so one of them is that I don't look at my phone during meals. But here's the thing. All of us walk to the table with our phone. So here are two options that you have. Don't walk to the table with your phone. And number two, keep it facing downwards, which means the screen facing downwards. That way, you're not looking at the screen. There's no LED light calling at you constantly. The second thing that I want you to understand is how are you using the phone and what are you using it for? Now, this is a very important one that, you know, I often tell people who tell me that you're constantly on your phone, that it's true, I am constantly on my phone. But it is also because it is the only mobile gadget that I own. I don't own a laptop or a tablet, which means I do all my work on my phone. Um, I'm a one woman army. My practice is just about me. So coordinating with clients, responding to questions, social life, social media, everything for me is on this one gadget. Which means that through the day, if this is the only gadget that I have and given how much we do through technology, I am going to be using it regularly and consistently. However, here's a change that I have made. I try to keep it aside when I'm talking to someone. Because it's not nice. You're talking to someone, maybe we want to give them that full energy. Even if it's for three minutes or whether it's for an hour. But coming to the perspective that I was talking about when I first started this bit about how I use my phone. What are you using your phone for? Are you just mindlessly scrolling through it because you're bored? Or are you using it for something constructive? Are you listening to music on it, listening to podcasts on it? If that's the case, that is constructive use. But if you are watching mindless YouTube videos because you have nothing else to do, then maybe get up and go read a book or go watch a documentary or go talk to a friend, have a coffee with someone. Right. The other thing you want to understand is what kind of content are you consuming on social media or through your phone? Now, here's the thing. Everyone says get off social media because, oh, my God, it's causing anxiety. Well, my question to you is that every social media platform has buttons called unfollow and block. Why are you following people who are posting things that cause you anxiety? Why are you consuming that kind of content? Maybe you are doing it under the pretext of, oh, but they are my friends and I must know what's happening in their life. 
Well, if they are friends, then their abundance and prosperity should not make you feel bad. And if that is what it's making you feel, then my friend, you need to think about what your belief system and values about friendship are really all about. When you are scrolling through social media, how are you feeling? The stuff that you are reading, what is it doing for you? And are you using it correctly? So, for example, I've heard people say this, that, you know, you're feeling anxious and you've got anxiety and your entire body is rattling and you go onto social media to get some motivation and you see all these posts with these bright quotes on them and they don't mean anything to you in that moment because you're going through an immense moment of or an intense moment of stress. But my question to you is, why are you going on to social media for any kind of reprieve in the first place? If you have a migraine, which is really horrible and it's not allowing you to function at all, the right thing to do is to pop a pill and take a nap. Why would you go out and try to sit in a coffee shop with friends having loud conversations, thinking that you can snap out of it? That's just silly. So if you are battling anxiety, if you're having a panic attack or you're having a really anxious moment, don't switch on social media. Don't switch on your phone. You're better off listening to some music that can calm you down or doing a bunch of other things like writing exercises or talking to a therapist or talking to a friend to help you snap out of this. Think about what choice you are making when it comes to how you are using your phone when you are consuming content on social media. You don't have to follow all your friends. Let me also say this, Instagram has made it very easy to not follow those friends whose lives cause you anxiety. And this is not a permanent thing that you should do, but at least temporarily, if you don't hit like on all their posts, they'll stop showing up in your timeline. At least somewhere the Insta algorithm comes to use. So use it. That way you don't have to unfollow them, you don't have to mute them. Just don't like five of their posts and they won't show up on your feed. The other thing is this, when you look at a friend and they're living a certain life and you're saying, why can't I have that? Well, my question to you is, why do you want that? And do you even want it in the first place? Are you just looking at it and giving in to the vanity of it? Secondly, how do you know what that friend had to or not have to go through to live that life? Do you know what their journey has been and why is it that when you look at that image, you completely block out the journey or the struggle or whatever it is they may have had to go through to live that life? I'll give you an example where without struggle, certain things happen. So there are some people who, you know, get up and say, I want to get married and they find the person, they get married and suddenly three years later, they're pregnant with their first child. And then there's a bunch of us who are sitting there and saying, I want to get married, but it's not happening for us. And then we look at these people and their Insta photographs and we're saying, oh, look at them. They're living this happy life, cushy life. She has the man of her dreams. Now she's going to have a baby. Her life is sorted and she didn't have to struggle at all. But here's what I want to remind you. Maybe she didn't have to struggle at all. And that was possibly because she was convinced about her decision and decided to do whatever it takes to make it happen. Now, has she chosen the perfect partner? 
no such thing it was that relationship without any struggle or ups and downs i highly doubt it which means what you are seeing on instagram is the happy moment but what you are possibly not seeing is what she may or may not have had to go through to make this relationship what it is to be able to photograph those happy moments now the question to ask yourself is do i want that kind of life am i willing to put in what it takes to have that kind of life so here's what i want you to think about and do this week all those pictures on instagram or on facebook that you look at and say oh why can't my life be like that the first question i want you to ask yourself is do i really want my life to be like that and if you answer yes then i want you to ask yourself okay how would i define that moment in my life what would it look like in my life so say you are looking at somebody um you know driving this really fancy car and living a very posh life that you want to live well what does that look like in your life in the current circumstances so maybe your answer comes to okay so i need to get a promotion and i need to earn x amount am i willing to do what it takes to get there answer that question maybe you say yes maybe you say no maybe you say i don't know how to make it happen and then you want to ask yourself living that kind of life living what i'm seeing in that picture what i'm comparing my current life to and feeling not so good when i live that what will it do for me that's when you'll understand what you are really chasing so here's what you want to do you want to stop comparing your life to someone else's whether it's on social media or whether it's through conversations or generally and you want to start focusing on what is it that you want and how to make that happen so if you look at certain pictures on instagram and you feel like your life is not good enough ask yourself do i really want it am i willing to do what it takes and when i get it what will that do for me three simple questions you know this goes back to what i said in last week's episode which was about responding appropriately maybe you want to tune into that listen to it and understand how you can respond to things appropriately instead of reacting because comparing your life to someone else's is a reaction it's reactive behavior and it is not a good or conscious response so on that note i'm going to head off today but all previous episodes are available on the ivm website and app and you can send me anything that you would like me to talk about on instagram dm me my handle is positivity angel 